We're going over Rhodey's victory over St. Joe's last Saturday at the Ryan Center to get back on the Rams' winning ways and what this week has in store for the Rams, as well as a special interview with Rhodey legend Hassan Martin. I got to sit down and talk with him about his time at Rhodey and what lies ahead in his basketball career. We have it all here, all for you, on Ballin' with B-Show. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of Ball with B-Show. As always, I'm your host, Gavin B-Show. And today we have a special episode. We welcome Rhodey Forward from a couple years past, Hassan Martin, who was crucial in that 2016-2017 tournament run for the Rhode Island Rams that set them to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1999. I'm so excited for this interview, so we're going to save all the housekeeping business for last and we're going to bring in this interview with Rhode Island legend Hassan Martin. I'm here with two-time A-10 Defensive Player of the Year in 2017 Atlantic 10 All-Conference second team. 6'8", from Staten Island, New York, Hassan Martin. Hassan, how you doing yes, today? sir. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing yeah. great. And Hassan, you're the most efficient Rhode Island basketball player of all time at 58% from the field. So that's really cool. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, you averaged 10.7 points, 6.5 rebounds in 121 games, obviously left the mark at Rhode Island. But the, the question is, why did you choose Rhode Island? Because you got offers from other teams like Creighton, Iowa State, Kansas State, uh, high-tier teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, honestly, I was, I was never really a kid to, to really be too into like the big schools, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I, when I went on my visit and, um, you know, me and Hurley had like a long conversation and he influenced me, and I was like, and I, I just believed in him. He said, you know, come when I came in, you know, Rhode Island wasn't really big about big on basketball, you know, since like the '90s. So like, he was like, we can really change things here, we can turn it around, but it's gonna take work. And um, we we did that, you know. We 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 lost a little confidence after my freshman year, uh, but my sophomore year is when we really took that big step. You know, we missed the tournament by one game. Yeah, we lost, that, that, we lost yeah. to Davidson. Uh, yeah. They hit that, uh, Jack Gibbs hit that step back. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a crazy theory. So, yeah. like, you know, it it took a lot of work, though. It was hard to really, you know, first we had to get the fans involved, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We, Definitely. We needed the, the support to come out to the games, and we needed to win games, you know? We, I, I, it was it was probably the best experience of my life. But it was also really hard, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. But uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I started going a lot more games, especially during that second season. Yeah. Because when I would go when I was little, you know, every once in a while I'd go to a few games, yeah. and it would just be terrible. I mean, lose by forty, yeah, like yeah, St. Yeah. Joe's, something like that. Yeah. But definitely, when you guys got better, it was much fun, much yeah. more fun to see. Especially during that second season, you guys were so close to getting the tournament. Yeah. A couple games out, did that give you confidence that you can, you can get there? Yeah, that 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 season was was like the stepping stone for your basketball you know but unfortunately that next season you know we had injuries i got injured mm-hmm. he got injured but um yeah that season that was it man that was that was it yeah especially you know you and ec being so close you're the the two players yeah, yeah. coming in that class yeah. when he went down with that acl like how what was the reactions uh well when he went down the first thing i did in halftime was i immediately went to the 
went to the locker room, I mean, the training room to go check on him. And I was just like, what happened? And then he looked, he just looked at me like, like he was crying, like, like, it's mm-hmm. not good. Like, and I, I just, like, I, like, I like kicked something and I just stormed yeah. in. I like stormed out the room. Then um, I brought the team together before we ran back out. And I like, I just started crying. Like, we ain't going to have EC no more this season. Mm-hmm. It was just, and it was just sad, you know? And um, from then on, it really From, just... from then on, the season just like a, like a cloud over us. Mm-hmm. So. But I also think that season helped certain players out, like mm-hmm. Karan Iverson, who did really good the next year. Yeah. He got to play a lot. Um, same with Jared Terrell. He yeah. got a lot of time in there, too. Oh. Um, and then your senior year. That oh. was just a roller coaster. I mean, you oh, started yeah. off hot. You guys were yeah. ranked. You beat Cincinnati. You see had that clutch shot in the corner at Mohegan Sun. That was great. Everything was looking up. And then you hit the A-10 play, a little rocky. And then it really hurt when you had that loss at home to Fordham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that, like, Dan Hall, you said after that game about, like, staying together or, like, keeping uh, your heads up? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, the, the beginning of the season was great. You know, we, we had the Cincinnati game, the Duke game. We only yeah. lost by 10. 10 yeah. That still, that helped us a lot for our post, postseason. But, um, yeah, when we hit that rough patch, you know, things, it was, it was, even, it was like deeper than basketball, you know, like. Hurley, Hurley wanted, really wanted me to experience the tournament, you know, because that's what he brought yeah, me here. Yeah, that's what he promised. Yeah. But, like, he was real stressed out, and, like, like, it was just crazy. You know, practice was crazy. He was just yeah. yelling. He was going crazy. <laughs> he, was, he was taking it out on me, and, like, <laughs> it was just crazy. And then, and then we went on that little, um, that 10-game win streak or, like, nine yeah. games. Out of nowhere, we just snapped, and we just started playing our best basketball at the right time of the, at the, right time of the season. But, um, like I said, that, that – that season was really up and down, and all. Yeah, I, I I battled a little bit of injury too, so that yeah. that, that affected us as well. So, but, yeah, you know. and then so you had that run, mm-hmm. you beat VCU, yep. it was huge, and then probably for me and definitely you, the most emotional game of the year was definitely senior night yeah. against Davidson, yeah. that overtime victory. Yeah. You had the stand block and yeah. uh, to go to regulation. You had um, EC's dunk that was oh, huge, yeah, yeah. and then. I got so emotional when you kissed the court after the game. I started crying myself. I was like, oh, my God, because, you know, it's hard. I mean, Bryanton is a great place to be at. It's, it's like home to you probably. So that was probably very emotional. I mean, you had 21 points, 17 rebounds. You really helped the team out in that game, which was like a must win for seeding in the A-10. Sitting so you guys play St. Bonaventure in the A-10 tournament, mm-hmm. kind of take care of them. It was a little close at some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then Davidson. You, you came out of the blue and you just absolutely crushed them. Uh, uh, Davidson, they they were they were tired, we can tell. So yeah, because they just beat Dayton the day before. They they had a long game with Dayton and they didn't get the buy. You know, mm-hmm. you know they we they didn't get the two buys like we did. So we took mm-hmm. advantage of that. So like our game plan was just attack Jack Gibbs, pressure him full court. I mean, pressure him the whole game full court. Mm-hmm. And we was going, we was switching guards on him. You know, get him real tight. He didn't have his legs because he was tired from the day before. Yeah. So we really took advantage of that. We was all fresh. Yep, and we just we just crushed him like you yeah, said. Cruised. Yep, and that's when we went to the A10 tournament. And yep. as a senior, you know, this is your last go. Mm-hmm. What like as a leader on the team pregame versus VCU? What was going through your head? Pregame, man. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even say much that day. That whole day, I was pretty quiet. You know, I was I was just locked in. I'm like, this is. It might have been a do or die game to make the tournament. You know, yeah. If we if we lost, we maybe would have yeah, made it. But like, yeah, first four maybe. We but. was trying to, trying to, trying to get in, trying to get in there. You know, so like, definitely. 
You know what I'm saying? Me me and Jared, I think we said something to the team before we had like a little huddle. Just like, yo, this, this is it. This is this is Haas last go around. Just come on, last go around. Like, what are we going to do about it? It's win or go home, you know? If, mm-hmm. if we lose, we ain't got practice tomorrow. We, we, so we don't got to deal with Hurley Young. <laughs> so, like, we, we, we honestly, that, that helped us a lot. You know, we, we was playing, like, so confident. We was playing, like, more free. You know what I'm saying? We had no worries. Like, yo, we just got to play. Like, don't just play. And we came out hot. And yep. Held on. Yeah, we held on. We held the lead. You know, we, they had a little run at the end. But, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we held our ground. And mm-hmm. it was victory. You see that a lot these days. All good teams seem to have a run. It's going to happen yeah, anytime. Sure. It's going to happen. Basketball. It's gonna yeah. Happen. Um, then you guys make the tournament. Yeah. Huge for Rhode Island. Yeah. Just first time since 1999 making it. Yeah. Bringing a lot of a fan base back into basketball. Um, you played Creighton, a team that I think lost their like starting guard. Or one of their top they, guys. Yeah, they did. I forgot his name, though. Yeah, same. But they lost a tough guy, uh, one of the top guys. And it seemed like you guys had controlled the whole game out. Yeah. I mean, it was a great game mm-hmm. um, for Rhodey, of course. And then you play, play Oregon, who, again, had their starting center out. Yeah. And that game was just a heartbreaker. You, uh, it, I was honestly, not a lot of people noticed about this game. But I was, I was 100% injured that game. You were? I had a cracked knee. Jesus. And I, I tried to play through it, but I was really just out there hurting myself. You know, I didn't mm. want to tell nobody. I didn't want the media to know. I didn't want nobody to know. I just wanted to play. You know what I'm saying? It was my last game. I'm a senior. I'm like, we trying to get to the final four. Yeah. And, like, I went out there. I was just trying to fight through. I took, yeah. I took like, eight, like, eight ibuprofen pills. <laughs> like, I, I was trying to, but, like, like, my knee was done. So, like. Yeah. Then you had that yeah. full week. Yeah, and that may, might might have helped, but yeah, but that, you know, my knee was done. Even the Creighton game, my knee, I felt it, but like after that Creighton game, definitely I knew was. it was over. I'm like, I can't, uh-huh. I can't move anymore. But, Sarah, but they stepped up, man. That was a that was a crazy game. I mean, of course, you had um, you had Willie celebrating on the sidelines. Yeah. You had Stanford Robinson making crazy moves. He had a great game. I think he had like 20 plus points. Yeah, Probably yeah. his best game of the yeah. year at the and best time. Up. And the um, people in the crowd too. Phil Knight was there. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Yeah. So Crazy. just a great. It was one of those things. It was like bittersweet, yeah. I would say, because I mean, you guys played so well. But, you know, just a couple shots, a couple rebounds went their way, and yeah. that's the game. Sometimes against a Final Four team like Oregon, who ended up going the Final Four, that's what makes the difference. Yeah, that's that's what hurt me the most. They went into they the went. Final Four. Like, yeah, especially after they played Michigan, yeah. who upset Louisville, who was a two seed. Yeah. So I mean, you guys had a good chance of actually, yeah. you know, going farther yeah. as an eleven seed. And then so after Rhodey, you went to Orlando mm-hmm. for the summer league, mm-hmm. got a little bit of playing time there, mm-hmm. and then you went to Japan, yep. and then you came back to play for the Celtics yeah. in the summer league. How was that experience with the Celtics? Celtics, uh, Celtics was amazing. Honestly, they, their whole organization like top notch professional. They they welcomed me with open arms. You know, all all the coaches showed me love. They showed all everybody love. Um. And it was real professional. Like they, they didn't treat, they didn't like blow us off. Like oh, it's just some league. You know, they really tried to help us get better. They really like was working with us. You know, they was hands on. And um, <clears throat> they uh, they that they had like a, they they built a brand new practice facility. I don't know. If you, we was the first ones in there. Like they let us like practice in there for <clears throat> for the week. So that was that was. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you actually did great there. I think you averaged like ten points a game. You have this crazy dunk all over NBA uh, Instagram and all that stuff on a pick and roll. 
what happened? What did they offer you, or did you like just step away, think you can get better? They offered me a, um an exhibit ten, and they they so they invited me to the training camp, right? Yeah. But if I didn't make the team at the training camp, I would have to play for their G League. Yeah. Regardless. You know? Yeah. I didn't want that. You didn't want to go to Maine. For the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the two way, they um they wanted a guard. Yeah. They wanted a guard. They didn't, they didn't want a big, but I didn't know that before. You know yeah. I would have went somewhere else. So but, for the two-way, yeah. they wanted a guard. <clears throat> they didn't have any more spots available to just uh, flat-out sign somebody. So they, they was like, okay, so we'll advise you to training camp. If you do well, we'll pick you up. If you think we, we, you need some work, we'll, we'll send you to the G League. I'm like, I'll just go overseas yeah. and try to build my career from there. Uh, Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And then you went to Germany. Yep. Uh, how was that? Germany was it was it was okay. You know yeah, it, it, my city was real. It was real different. You know, the, cult, yeah. the culture over there is real. A lot of old people. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, what I'm saying it, it was it was cool though. You know, uh, yeah. competition wise, you know, it really put me on the map. Like started mm-hmm. my Euro, my European career there. Yeah, so. and so now you're with a team out in Montenegro. Yep. You're second in your league, mm-hmm. so it's the ABA league, yeah, right? So how does that? It's like points. How does that work? You mean points? Like, like in the standings, how is it? Oh, so, like work. Well, right now we're in second, mm-hmm. but we still have a chance to. We got three more games left. We still have a chance to be finishing first. Yep. But the team that's in first, we split. They beat us by five. We beat them by five. So if we win these last three games, we have to. It go, then it goes by points. Whoever scored the most points throughout the season gets that. Yeah. Okay, so and cool. so is there a championship or anything? Or yeah, just yeah, whoever no, yeah. Okay. So the, after after these these last regular season games, we got the playoffs. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's only semis and championships. Though. Okay, so yeah. top four teams top make four it. teams make it. Uh, first the semis is uh first first to win two, so best out of three. Yeah. Then the, the finals is best out of five. Thought, all right. Okay, I didn't know if it was like um where you just win it if you got the oh, first. Oh no, no no no. Okay. Um now. Out of this whole basketball, you know, experience and whole whole thing throughout your life, what is the goal? Is the NBA the dream, or just to play basketball throughout your whole life, play as long as possible? I mean, NBA is obviously a goal, but at at some at some point, you just gotta realize, like, it might not happen. You know, you gotta is your is great opportunities in Europe, overseas, yeah, overseas basketball, money wise and experience wise, uh, there's great competition over there, so like. I just want to play for as long as I can and get the best out of my body for as long as I can, you know, so I can provide Definitely. for my family and, and do, do this, that, and the third, whatever. But um, most of all, I just want to have fun, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because lock in for 10 years and just do, do, do whatever you can to, to get the best out of this experience. You know, it's, it's being able to travel the world or see different places or meet all these different players and people and coaches, you know. It's it's a hell of an experience, you know. I just want to get the best out of it, not only for basketball but for life, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah. So that's your career, basically. Now I'm just gonna ask you some just questions about you or I. And yeah, just, yeah. Um. So, Dan Hurley, yeah. obviously very animated, <laughs> very you know intense. Yeah, it's my guy. What is like your best Dan Hurley story that you can tell? <laughs> Hurley. <laughs> He's crazy. It's a lot I can't even say. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll probably say the best one I can think of. 
um, one day, he, some days you just know this practice is about to be quick. He just walk in with, <laughs> with, like he's just trying to start something like just yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> so like one day we all walk in. He's all mad. Just he starts yelling at us, cursing at us. I think I think we like lost like a close game or something like that. Yeah. So he was pissed. We had one of them tough practices. Then like midway through the practice, he just stops the practice and like everybody come here. He's like, you guys are bullshit and this, that, and the third. He just started going crazy. <laughs> he took he took the practice plan. You know, you know the practice plan. The, yeah. He took that the practice plan paper and just ate it. Like he, like, he started <laughs> he ate, eating it like crazy. <laughs> ah, and get. He's like, get the hell out of my face. He kicked us all out. Really? Yeah, he's, oh man. That uh, practice was short though, I guess. I was happy. <laughs> Definitely. Get me out of here. Um, and then at Brody, you know. What was your favorite moment with EC? Because you obviously were very close with them. Favorite moment with EC? Hmm. On the court or just whatever? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I know he's got that picture of you in the bathroom, but you can talk about that a little <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> probably, I don't know, probably like a house party we went to. Yeah. We, we acting wild our freshman year. <laughs> we was, we, me and EC was wild freshman <laughs> you know, I was like, I was 17 on campus. You know, mm-hmm. I, I never been, I never went to a house party before I got to college. I never drank, and I get to college and like, you got, I don't know if you, remember, you got Mike Amen. Remember him? I think. I don't he know. might have been too young. He yeah. might have been too Jordan young. Jordan Hare, them dudes was crazy. Them dudes was wild. So like, me, me and EC, when we came in as freshmen, yo, we. Well, I mean, you were probably, nice, yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably, probably doing something stupid at a house party. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And then overall, your favorite moment ever, like at URI. That win against Nebraska. Okay, yeah, that's that was your second my, season. That was on my birthday. It was. Yeah. Yeah, Jared Terrell went off in that overtime. Oh, yeah. They got like eight points or something like that. That that lose. that right there was the turning of the program. Of the program. That mm-hmm. win right there. Because you no, know, no. When's the last time somebody stormed the court at URI? Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying like that night was crazy. Probably the first time in the Ryan Center. But yeah, I, I think it was actually. So that that whole experience, that night was just crazy from beginning yeah, to end. Yeah. Like the build up, they was number twenty one. They came in ranked, and we came in and we smacked them in the mouth. Like yeah, made a statement for the season for the program. I was watching some of that game, then I fell asleep. And I woke up the next morning watching like uh, Sports Center or something like that. It's on yeah. the bottom line. I was like. You ride over Nebraska. I was like jumping up and down. Yep. I went to my bet, my parents' bedroom. They beat Nebraska. They beat Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was crazy. Yep. Um, now you played a lot of good teams, especially in the latter half of your career at Rhodey. Um, who was the hardest person you had to guard or face? Got a few. Uh, so my freshman year, we played uh, Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was dude animal. <laughs> they, had, they had Aaron Gordon, they had uh Arzuski, Gabriel, they had a bunch of but uh I'd probably say the hardest to actually guard. That's a good <laughs> hardest I don't even know. <laughs> I can't pinpoint one person who's who's really yeah. That's all right, that's all right. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Um too hard. Now, if I think I might know the answer, but it's all, if you can go back and redo or play 
one game over again, <coughs> what would it be? Davis. Really, I think it'd be the Oregon game. With that oh, Davis oh, yeah, but I mean, if, if, knee, I, if yeah. I do that game again, I want to be healthy. So yeah. I would say, yeah, you're Definitely. right. I would say Oregon, but healthy me. You know? All right, so that Davidson game at home where you guys lost in your second year. Get that was Because you guys were down in that second half, and you fought back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, it might be Davidson, my soul. Yeah, that game. Because that know. game, we would win. We, we, we win that game, we go to the tournament. You get the at-large. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, of course, at Roadie, you know, after things started changing, Dan Hurley started winning. You know, the uniforms kind of switched up a little bit. You had that old style the mm-hmm. first two years, and then it kind of transitioned to third and fourth year. Mm-hmm. And then you had those jerseys against Davidson, those shirt jerseys. Oh, I yeah. thought they were really cool oh, with yeah. the pink. What was your favorite uniform to play in? Those shirt ones. Those, but the you, you know why we never use them again? Why? Because you lost. Not a, I mean, that, a little bit of that, but Hurley, he's very su- superstitious. So, mm-hmm. like, he felt as though, I think with that game, we shot, like, 18% from three. We shot terrible. Yeah. And, like, he thought the sleeves Please. was messing with our shot. So he he never let us wear him again. Like, Do you guys ask him? Do you ask him to well, wear him? We used to beg him. He's <laughs> like, nah, they're going to shoot terrible. But should have pulled him out against, like, Fordham or something like that. Maybe that would no, happen. We got bad luck against Fordham. Oh, right I now, know. So we definitely can't do it against them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, like, that way that shirt fits, like, it's, I, I love that uniform. I'm, I'm yeah. mad I only wore it once, but. Yeah. Whatever. Um, cause it's funny cause that year I was like, dude, you guys had these jerseys for like five years. Yeah. They need new ones. I was like drawing pictures of like shirt jerseys. Cause that was the style then. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the NBA was using them. Like every yeah, NBA team had like a shirt jersey. And then I walk into the Ryan center and Gilvedis Baruta is practicing post jump shots with that jersey. And I'm like, what's going on? Did they, like, they, they asked, like, did they see what I drew or something like that? Uh, they, but, they let some of us take them. They did? Yeah. Like, yeah. When we graduated, but I didn't take mine. Yeah. Okay, and then you were at practice the other day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. At, yesterday. Um, now, Cox was the associate head coach when you were there. Mm-hmm. Was, is there any, were there any differences between how Hurley did it and how Cox is doing it now, or any different style or going on during practice? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, practice with Hurley was more, more just more like rah-rah, like, had yeah. everybody fired up, you know. Practice yeah. is a lot calmer now, you know. what I'm saying a lot, they <laughs> lot, a lot smoother, but um, it's more like skill work and and like uh, like they do a lot of drills, you know. Like Coach Cox is very hands on. He's he has he's a real basketball mind. Like his yeah, his, yeah. Uh, his basketball IQ is out of this world. Like he he's really smart with basketball. So like I say, he's more technical. Hurley's more more intense, you know. No, but both either, either way, both great, great coaches. Coach yeah. Cox was like our secret, you know what, what I'm saying? Yeah. Our secret weapon when I was there. Like he, he was, he's a great basketball mind. So, uh, yeah. Yep. He also, he's also like, I was a little surprised his first year because you know he's usually the one calming down Dan Hurley. Yeah. Dan Hurley go on his rant. He probably yeah. like fell down, yeah. and then I, I saw him stomping on the court like second game, and I was like, oh boy. Oh, not Coach Cox. When he, he can get real mad when he get mad, like. He he can turn yeah. into a beast. He takes the towel and yells into the towel. No, I've seen that he, a couple times. He's calm, but like pissing him off, he'll he'll get real. <laughs> I'm telling you, he'll get real mad. And then also, he's so much different than Dan. In the press conferences, Dan Hurley like hyping the team up, like mm-hmm. this is where we are. <laughs> it's where like like we worked so hard to get to where we are. Yeah. David Cox is like, you know, we still have a lot of work to do. You know, he's very quiet, yeah. so it's very different. Yeah. Um, 
And then I'm going to get into some, like, you know, random questions, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you've been around Newport for a little bit now. If you had to pick Ben and Jerry's or Frosty Freeze. Ben and Jerry's. Okay. And what's your favorite flavor? I'm a simple. I just get, like, Oreo-flavored. Yeah, my brother would hate that. He works what? at Ben and Jerry's. I think he took a selfie with you once. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Over there by the, by, by the water. Uh, he works at both. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. My brother, my brother hates people who take simple orders. Oh, really? Simple orders I'm and milkshakes. Simple. But no, it's all right. He, he won't care. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I will. Um, all right. Going to a gas station. Yeah. What's your go-to? Food and drink. What are you getting? A gas station. I'll probably get some Sun Chips and a Gatorade. What flavor sun chips? Uh, the the orange bag. The cheddar, cheddar ones. ones the yeah, those ones. are the best. Those are the best ones. Best ones. Yep. Um. Besides PC, who is your favorite opponent to play against? I'd probably say either VCU or Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. Those two are definitely those two because they're always the best. Yeah. Um. Now. You know, you and Cyril have a good bond, I would yeah, say, right? Yeah, yeah. You kind of beat him up a little bit, though? Yeah, he's hard-headed. Cyril is, is he's like a 10-year-old, I'm telling you. But okay, so earlier in the year, all right, they had a 15-day break, and Cyril deadlifted 405 pounds. <laughs> can you beat that? You can? He's, Easy? All right, so you're strong. He, he does everything. He tries just to be stronger than me and everything. When I, every time I come by, look, oh, so I did this, I lifted this. <laughs> I got a thousand. I'm gonna get a thousand rebounds. Like that's how he is. But that's fine. Well, he's really close to yeah, a thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's my little brother. Though. But he came in really early though. I got the freshman who's getting significant minutes. Oh yeah. You were sure. behind. You know, you had great players like you can. You have Baruta, yeah, yeah, yeah. who you're behind. So you had great role models. I had, I had some injuries too though. Yeah, he had injuries. Missed, Cyril's been pretty healthy throughout really. his whole career. But he's which is he's doing well though. So yeah. Proud of him. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, now. There's only two places to really get pizza near your eye. There's the Emporium Pizza and there's Kingston Pizza. Kingston Pizza for sure. Okay. Kingston Pizza. See, that was I, my go-to. Like, I, I always like, I always think the, the pizza's like greasy, but always we still go it yeah. before every game. Yeah. Um, but the crust I think is really good. No. Yeah. Pizza, the combination with the wings. We we. I've never gotten the wings. Oh, I've gotten yeah. fries. Their fries are good. We was ordering Kingston Pizza like every night during winter break. Where? <laughs> yeah. Um. And now, favorite place in Newport or on the island to get food? Yeah, I told you, I'm a simple guy, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's not Newport, that's Middletown. Well, yeah, on the island, whatever you're... Oh, it's on the island. So I'd probably say 99. Okay. Okay, I'm simple. I also like, um, I like the Red red Parrot. The Red Parrot. That's real good. Um, Mm -hmm. What else? Yeah, I'd probably say that. Oh, Smokehouse. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, a, great, that's a nice spot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, favorite movie? What is your favorite movie? Probably He Got Game. You know that right. movie? Uh, I, I know, Denzel, I haven't seen Ray it. Allen. But I know, yeah, Denzel yeah, Washington. That's, that's one of my favorite movies. And then to go with that question, favorite TV show you have? I'm a I'm a crazy like TV series person. So I, <laughs> greatest of all time, Prison Break. After that, Walking Dead. After that, I'll probably say. I don't know. Probably those two are my, 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 my favorite. Right. 
And so most people know because it's all over the place. You have like a ton of siblings. You have six yeah, brothers, I think. Six brothers, yep. All brothers. Because yep. I have two, and I thought I had a lot of company. But... Oh, no, nah, six. And they're all over the place, right? You got. Yeah, so I got two older, and I got four younger. So yeah. One, one lives in Cali, and the rest of them live back in New York. So. Mm. And then you have, I think, one of your little brothers. He's in eighth grade right now. Yep, yep. I do. And yep. there's some highlight videos oh, of him yeah. dunking. And yeah, he's going to be an animal. So. Yeah. But there's more under him that's, that's going, y'all going to see in a few years. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yep. And I got, I got another brother in Charlotte, though. Playing yeah, playing Malik. Malik. Yeah, he played last year against URI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. In school. Hawaii, yep. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then it mentioned on the Roadie website that your favorite player was Paul George. Yeah, but that's still true. Oh uh, yeah, but I think Ant Davis. Now. Anthony Davis. Ant Davis now. Yeah. Yeah, and then PS4, or Xbox. PS4. There we go. You you got it. Yeah. What's your favorite game? What you play the most? Like, it depends. Like. It depends when different games come out. Like right now, I'm playing a lot of 2K. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. 2K um, and Call of Duty is like. 2K and Call of Duty, yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's. The, yeah. Well, actually, last year I played the Division Heavy. You know that game? The, no, the I Division? Don't. That's a good <laughs> game, yeah. Shooting game. Um, And then, so yeah, your favorite video game right now would be 2K or. Yeah, probably, two, probably two, 2K Call of Duty, yeah. That's all I play. So. Call of Duty. Um, now, for 2K, are you more of a park player or yeah. you play. No, I play, play my career and I play park. That's it. <laughs> that's it yeah um and now one last question you you know five minutes before you go on the court um and you have to listen to one song before you go out there and warm up in front of the fans what's the song you're listening to right in now? the locker room right now oh, i check my <laughs> phone hold on uh let me see maybe some pop smoke you know pop smoke yeah or rp yeah um a boogie yeah, a I'm boogie big, I'm, I'm big on a boogie um, I'm listening to a lot of Benny the Butcher right now. I don't know. You probably don't know him. Yeah, I probably don't know him. And, and Travis Scott, too. Yeah. Oh, Jadakus. You know Jadakus? No, I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so that's going to be it. Yeah. Thank you, Hassan, for yeah, coming on. I'm right upstairs if you need me. All right, so thanks for coming on. Uh, it was a great talking and to that you. that was no the interview with Hassan Marin. He was great to have on the show. Uh, really funny and shared some great stories. I was glad to get him on. Um. You know, he was he was my favorite player when he played. You know, I love the baby hook. You know, the jump shot, the um, the up and under. Everything he did really resembled Rhode Island basketball, being tough and gritty. So it was really amazing and kind of a dream come true to get him on this podcast and um, interview him and get to talk to him about you know his time at Rhodey as it, it flourished in his last season especially. And it was great to talk to him. Hopefully, I can do it again with him. You know, he's a great person to interview with and, you know, a great guest. So we're going to move on to, of course, the customary things uh, with Rhodey. So they had one game last week to recap. They played St. Joe's last Saturday at home where the Rams were trading baskets back and forth. Rhode Island was going on runs, and St. Joe's was just, Hitting shots to to battle back with Rhodey. Rams went up thirty five to thirty one at halftime in a game which they felt at halftime led by fourteen points, but it was only a four point lead. But then after halftime, the Rams came out sharp against a team that hasn't won a game in the A ten. So what do you expect from Rhode Island Rams? But 
He outscored the St. Joe's Hawks by 14 in the second half and cruise to their 19th victory of the season in their 73-55 victory over St. Joe's. Fast Russell and Jeff Down filled the stat boards. Fats had 18.6 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals, while Jeff Down had 14.7 rebounds, 8 assists, and 4 steals. The Rams shot 45% from the field, 36% from 3. 71.4% from the free throw line and only turned the ball over 13 times. St. Joe's had a plethora of players getting a good amount of points, but they were led by Miles Douglas, who had 10, and Tolliver Freeman, who had 9 points and 13 rebounds. St. Joe's shot a pitiful 32% from the field. Uh, and all right, 29% from three. They shot 60% from the free throw line and turned the ball over a bunch against an aggressive Roadie defense uh, 19 times. So the Rams taking care of business last Saturday in their lone game of the week. Then they move on to this week where they got to take care of business still. They play Davidson, and Davidson is led by Kellen Grady, uh, John Axel Goodmanson, Carter Collins, and Luka Brajovic. And uh, at the helm for Davidson is Coach Bob McKillop, who seems to be there forever. Uh, Davidson. 13 and 12 and 7 and 6 in the 810 coming off a loss versus St. Joe's. Yes, St. Joe's got their first win after being down 21. St. Joe's fought back and hit a three-pointer at the buzzer to defeat Davidson after Davidson blew out uh St. Bonaventure on the road. It looked like they were picking up some steam and then they just deflated in that second half against St. Joe's and the last time these two teams met between Davidson and Rhode Island, Rhode Island took the victory at the Ryan Center 69 to 58. Look at the season stats. Fats Russell is averaging 20.2 points a game, 4.6 assists, and three steals. Jeff Down averaging 14 points. Tyrese Martin averaging 12.5 points, 6.9 rebounds. Really uh great to see his you know progression throughout the whole year. You know, growing, especially with that rebound total getting up there as well. And Cyril Langevin averaging that double-double with 10 points and 10.4 rebounds. The Rams' stats haven't really changed from the field. Uh, from field, Still shooting 43% and 33% from the three-point line and around 69% from the free-throw line and only turning the ball over still around 12.2 times. Davidson, looking better on the stats, though. Their offense is very good. They shoot 45.4% from the field, 37% from three, 76% from the free throw line, and only turn the ball over 11.1 times. So, of course, for Rhode Island, you've got to force turnovers and play great defense. If you're going to win this game, you just need to play defense. Uh, Davidson's defense is not known to be the best, so the Rams can take advantage of that. Bats and Jeff can, you know, Locked down Kellen Grady and John Axel Goodmanson like they did in the first game. I think the Rams should have no problem being Davidson. But you never know. This team can shoot lights out, and that would mean the offense would have to pick up. So I think both sides are very important in this game, as they are in every game, but especially in this one, because Davidson's defense, not the best. So if Ron can really take advantage on defense, uh, that uh, on offense rather, uh, it'd be really good for the Rams, you know, come out hard, come out fast, come out quick, create turnovers, and get to the rack on easy fast-break points. And as well as lock down Kellen Grady and John Axel Goodmanson, you can let some other people fly. Uh, Luka Brajovic, he's got long arms. He's obviously going to get a few buckets. I think he's getting around 10 points. But if you can really stop those two players like they did at the Ryan Center, Rodon should be fine. It's easier said than done, but containing those two and creating turnovers 
are probably some of Rody's biggest goals going to that Davidson game, which they really need uh, if they want to really get that two seed over Richmond, who's only one game behind with the Rams vowing a matchup against Davidson in two and a half weeks. The Rams play Davidson at 5.30 on the road at the Belk Arena on CBS Sports Network. And for the final game of the week for the Rams, they play next Wednesday on the road at 7 o'clock against number 14 in the A-10. 14 out of 14. Fordham. But, as Hassan said earlier in the episode, Rodon hasn't had the best luck against Fordham. Um, I mean, the, la- the loss last year really crushed that team um, during that six uh, or seven game losing streak. And... This is like a must win. Like, if you don't win this game, forget about an at-large. You have to beat Fordham. No matter if it's on the road or not, you have to beat them. All right? The Rams are, the Fordham Rams are 7-16 and 1-10 in the 8-10. They're led by Jeff Neubauer, who's, you know, been there for a while now. Fordham's led by Jalen Cobb, who averages 11.1 points. Chubba Ohms, who averages 11 points. And Antoine Portley, who averages 10.4 points and 2.5 assists. Fordham shoots only 32% from three, 63% from the free throw line, which is not the best, and turns the ball over only 12.6 times. But this is the stat you got to focus on. Fordham shoots 37.8% from the field. That is a hideous number. The Rams got to take advantage of their poor offense by creating turnovers and making them take contested shots. Creating contested shots and creating turnovers equals a victory for the Rams. They don't have to play offense. If they can test shots and they can get the fast breaks, the game should be over. It should be. It might be. It probably be. Not totally, because we saw against Brown, their offense didn't show up and they lost. So the Rams just got to, you know, play average offense. Not saying they will. I hope they play a great offense. But they got to play average offense and they got to focus on contesting shots, making them miss and create turnovers. It should be an easy win. For Rody, but I won't want to jinx myself, which I probably just did. But hopefully, Verdon can take care of business. And this is the game I'm really scared about, though, because this has the biggest momentum. Um, this game can really make or break a Verdon season. Make in a way that they keep on this win, this a short winning streak, um, or get so a needed win in the A10, and then or break if they lose. At-large bid hopes are out the door, and they have to win an A-10 with teams like Richmond, St. Bonaventure, and number 5, Dayton, in the league. So that's going to be the wrap-up and preview of Rody's games. Just a, just a quick um, note is that there, if there's one A-10 game for you to watch on Saturday at 6.30, Richmond travels to St. Bonaventure in a game where Rody needs St. Bonaventure to win to give the Rhode Island Rams that cushion they need as Richmond is one game back from Rhodey and they hold that tiebreaker over URI and Rhodey still has a, a matchup against number 5 Dayton at the Ryan Center. If the Rams go 4-1 and one and Richmond wins out, Richmond can get that 2 seed over Rhode Island. So if the Rams want a very, very good chance to lock in that 2 seed, they need St. Bonaventure to take that W at home over Richmond Saturday at 6.30. And that's going to be all today. An abbreviated episode, especially with that Hassan Martin interview, which was just great. I had a great time you know, recording this, great time meeting him. It was just a great experience overall. 
So yeah, the Rams play Davidson on the road at 5.30 on Saturday, and then they go on the road again to Fordham on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. The Rams need to go 2-0 if they want those at-large bid hopes up as well as that second seed in the A-10 as secure as possible. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about Rhodey's upcoming games against St. Louis and their home game against Dayton. You don't want to miss that episode, so please make sure to stay tuned for next Thursday's episode. And as always, Rhodey, Rhodey, Rhodey.